Hello and welcome to episode four of View from the Sideline podcast. Uh, I'm Chris and Rich is here as Hi, well. Everyone. So uh, this week uh, we've got a bit of a special uh, and Rich is going to go through uh, what we're going to be doing. Yeah, so this week, uh, due to the international break uh, that's still ongoing and no Premier League action, we've actually got a special edition of the podcast for you today where Chris and I will be discussing our current Premier League 11. So we'll be going through the 1-11. to 11. We can choose the formation, obviously pick the 11 players and uh, see if we've got many players that are the same or see, uh, see where we differ. So that should cause some debate. Uh, we've also got the normal weekly teaser, which Chris will be doing this week. Uh, three episodes in and... Neither of us have, have got the teaser right so far, so hopefully there'll be a change today. No. <laughs> um, the predictions have returned for this week after last week's break, so we'll be going through them towards the end of the podcast. And then uh, lastly, we'll take you through what's coming up in next week's episode with the return of the Premier League matches. So uh, it's my turn this week to do the weekly teaser for Rich. Um this one, I actually think that you might get this. I'm 60-70% sure no, that you're going to know no, this. But no pressure. I just, I'm, just going to interrupt, we'll I'm just going to interrupt you, Chris, but live football on tonight. England have just scored. Rashford, England 1, Switzerland 0. I'll keep you posted on the score. Oh, thank you very <laughs> you're much. You're welcome. It's like Soccer Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the weekly teaser this week is can you name the only player to score in seven different official club competitions in one season? So uh, that consists of the Premier League, the Champions League, Europa League, Club World Cup, FA Cup, League Cup and the Community Shield. <laughs> so one I've, player I've, has scored in were, all I've seven. I'm a bit optimistic, Chris, to think that I may get that. So, um, so it's, it's obviously it's obviously a, a Premier League player. Correct. Um, yeah. So he's they've scored in all seven of those competitions in um, one season. So yeah, yeah, and he's the only player ever to do okay. it. Okay, you're gonna have to leave that one with me. We may have to uh, we so may have to overrun the pod for me to get any chance of getting that one. <laughs> okay. So, um, like Rich mentioned at the start of the podcast. Um, this week, we are going to do a, a kind of a, a special topic with our combined current Premier League eleven. Um, so this is obviously any player that's currently playing in the Premier League um, and that we feel is rightly the best in that position. So um, we have also got some submissions from people through Facebook as well, which I'll go through at the end. Um, but we will uh, go through ours now. Um, and I know Rich is probably dying to start um, his first. So we'll um, we'll start from the back, but we'll say the formation that we each chose first. Yeah, I, think, so I, I, think, I think what I'm going to say, Chris, is that I, I, I haven't based this on any sort of stats, which is very unlike me. I've, you love I, a stat. I do, I absolutely love a stat. But I've, I've, I've tried to build a team of 11 of 11 players not necessarily the 11 best players in the league 
but I've tried to build a team that that I think would be pretty much unstoppable. Okay. So what formation did you go for? I've gone for four one three two. Why did you make it so difficult? <laughs> four, well, okay, well I, I went I guess, for I guess my one can be classed in the four, so I, I it, it could be it could be a traditional four four two, but I'll I'll explain okay. it as we go along. Well I went for a, a four three three, which is my favourite formation, um, and also my favourite formation to play on on FIFA as well. Um, if, you, if you've, if you've so, gone that uh, formation, you you haven't picked the Chelsea eleven then, because that's not the formation they play. Yeah, but you, <laughs> I thought we were picking the best eleven, so uh, I've I've literally so, gone so for Chelsea. Good Ch- point. Let's move on. So, no, what? <laughs> All right. So, um, right. Well, we'll start with uh, goalkeeper first. Um, so, I have got a, a strange feeling that you've not gone for the same one I've gone for, even though this goalkeeper is probably head and shoulders probably better than any other keeper I think, in the uh, Premier League. So, I I've, think you're probably right. I've gone with David De Gea, um, purely the fact that he has got one of the best clean sheet records um, going in the Premier League and obviously won the Golden Glove last season. Um, even though you would argue that he probably hasn't even got the best defence in front of him, keeping that many clean sheets, winning the Golden Glove is is quite an achievement. Uh, but I've got a feeling you've probably not gone for De Gea. I haven't gone for De Gea. And to to any anything you say right now is not is in wrong. <laughs> but but I think it's I think it's very close. I think with Courtois leaving the Premier League, right? And then Allison coming in, for example, I don't think they're established oh. enough that you could consider. So, and so me just ruling out Allison Courtois. You've clearly gone for Hugo Lloris, have haven't Lloris. you? Oh, great. And there's no bias about it at all. But I right. think there is not much difference between him and De Gea. I think the thing that swung it for me with Lloris is he's just come from a World Cup winning summer. And I think he... I, I don't honestly think there's that much difference. I think the fact that De Gea has got Man United's Player of the Year for about the last three or four years doesn't necessarily mean he's the best keeper. He, yeah, he's but he's... The, the... In, you could possibly say an average Manchester United side. Yeah, he's a great keeper, but I think there's I think there's a strong argument for Lloris. I haven't got any stats, Chris, for you, so but... I... Haven't, I I can't tell you how many clean sheets he's kept, but oh, I can actually a, tell a, you because I preempted that you'd be player. you'd be picking Hugo Lloris, and I, he has got less clean sheets in the Premier League than Mignolet. Okay. So, but I'm not I'm not sure what that. I can't means believe you ever then. It, it's it's a t- it's a team game, isn't it? And I think. Yeah, but I, Liverpool are terrible with defending. Well, I'm I'm sticking by my guns. I I don't well, I don't have any facts yeah. to back this up, but I think I I think he's he's a quality keeper. I just I just don't think De Gea makes that many mistakes. You watch him week in week out. He's prone to a mistake. He, he but looks, I think all keepers are. 
So I, I don't think I don't think that necessarily comes into it. But I'm not. And Lloris is. I'm sticking by got my got a few in his bag. Oh, is he well only done. Premier League keeper? Is he the only Premier League keeper to win a World Cup? He De Gea was probably was he not there when Spain Spain won it? Probably young, but no. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Casillas was the keeper then. De Gea mm. may have been on the he bench. He might have been on the bench. That doesn't count. So, I'm, so you went with Lloris, and I'm and I'm confident with my choice. Okay. Well, they're both. They're, they are both very good keepers, but I, I personally, I think De Gea would would walk into any team in the Premier League. Mm, maybe, but never mind. Okay, Not so the Spurs team, you pick four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> clearly, in your eyes, yeah. Clearly, yeah. In your, no, no Premier League player would get in that Spurs team. <laughs> um, so you went for about four, didn't did, you? Yeah. So we'll we'll go we'll go through that. So we'll start at left back. Um, who did you pick at left back? I've gone for Benjamin Mendy for the new. Not well, he's not new. He's just out it, a lot of last season. That's a good he's shout. He's as good as a new signing, and I think that his performances so far this season, he was just the first person that came to mind. I think there's there's a few other good left backs. I think Luke Shaw's, Danny Rose, Ben Davis. I'm just naming so, Spurs players here. You're, you're fine. Yeah, my bench is like you're, and you're missing out the most important I, I one. You haven't said got. him yet. I know who you've got. You haven't said him. No, but I'm well, purposely not well, saying him, Chris, because I know you've got him, and I don't want to steal your glory. Okay, so I left back. I went with probably what I feel he is probably the, one of the most improved players at Chelsea I've seen in in the last couple of seasons. Um, one of the stars of our. Slightly disappointing season last season. Got off to a good start this season, and I have gone for Alonso at left back. I thought you may do. I I just I think at the moment I think although you've picked Mendy, Mendy I was torn between him and Mendy just because of the fact how Mendy started the season. But I've gone with Alonso because he scores goals as well. He's he's a goal scoring left back left wing back. He can hit a free kick. I've seen him score some really really good free kicks. And like I said, I feel that he is improved. So and, and when Chelsea signed him, a lot of people, even even Chelsea fans, were saying, "Well, why have they signed him?" You know, he he played for Bolton or Sunderland beforehand, and obviously gone to Spain, and then Chelsea had signed him. Um, I think he, I think he's a good pick. I don't, I don't I don't think there's much between the two to be honest. But no, for me personally, Mendy just just sort of jumped out a bit more. I think he's I like I like his power and I like his the the way he gets yeah. forward and stuff. I know Alonso does the same, but I I, I think that Mendy is it is as good as a new signing for season. Okay. I think he started he's he started off as a with a flyer this season, so. Okay. That's why I put so, it in. Um, at right back, I think we've probably gone for the same one. I I went with Walker. Oh, yeah. So did I. I was going to say I was going to well, yeah. say Kieran Trippier. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might have gone with Trippier, but um, I think with Walker, I think he's just he's just so consistent. 
Like he's he's so good on the ball. He's got he's got great pace. I, I um, think I, I, I think, think he is probably the best right back in Europe. I I would not disagree with that. And at I all. think if if if, you, if someone was to come in and buy him now, I think that that City would make money on the fifty million that they paid Spurs. I think he's he's just got he's just got everything, and I I, I think. He's by far the best right back in the league. There's no doubt yeah. about that. And and last season, obviously, he adapted well playing at centre back. Obviously, when they when they moved to five at the back and they pushed him into the middle, and then obviously he played for um did he play for some England games as well as centre back as well? well? He played right right of a three, didn't he? Right of the centre, yeah. yeah. So I mean, he, I he's think he did well as well. I mean, he's. He's he's got the odd error in him, but I don't. I, I think that's I think that's minimal when you when you put it compared to what what he gives you as a team. Yeah, so I think well, he's he's just he is just consistent at that role, and and to to me he is England's best right back as well. Yeah, completely. Um, and you you think he's he's had what seven eight top top seasons now? So yeah, and he's he's got a lot left in him. So I think I think we Definitely. can wholeheartedly agree on that one. Well, that is one that we agree on. Um, probably not going to agree on the centre. Well, we might agree on the centre back. So I, I'm not sure. Well, but, I'll, I'll give um, you both of mine at the same time. Yeah, Chris. who did you go for? So I have gone for Jan Vertonghen. Yeah. And Virgil Van Dijk. Okay. Well, I actually I went for Vertonghen as well. So we did we did choose. It pained me to put him down there, but. I I did put put him down. So um, and the other one that I chose um, was John Tetnow. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't surprised. Uh, Vincent, yeah, Vincent Company. I went for um, the the company choice. I I just feel that he when he plays when he plays for Man City, they just look so much better at the back. They don't. They just. He just command, commands the box so well, wins pretty much everything in the air, um, and he, he's for me he's probably one of the best defenders that we've had in the Premier League. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with you, but the thing that the thing that made me not put company in is his injury record. Yeah, that was that was a slight thing. Yeah, he is. He is absolutely one of the best defenders in the league, but yeah. it's how often he doesn't play that that sticks Just with you more. If you fit. talk about company at the moment, your, yeah. your immediate thought is: is he injured? Is he actually playing? Is he in the squad? What? Where is he at the moment? The reason I went for Van Dyke, and and I'll be honest with you, when Liverpool signed him. I thought the the transfer fee was was ridiculous. I thought I, 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 I thought I, they were paying well over the odds for him, but I don't I I don't even think that part of Liverpool's problem was necessarily the goalkeeper. Yeah, if if they no. had a world class goalie, obviously that that would that would improve them massively. But it was just their back four was a bit all over the place. And I think that Van Dijk has almost made that defence so much more solid. And I didn't expect him to, yeah. I didn't expect him to really be a success at Liverpool, to be honest. But I think he's probably 
exactly one of the main reasons that they've become as good as they are. So that's why I put him in. Yeah. Just also on the company thing, um, I've seen that apparently in one in every three three games he he's played for City, they've kept a clean sheet. Yeah, but to be fair, City keep I a lot of clean sheets. So we both went for Vertonghen. Um, you obviously know him probably a lot better than what I do. Um, but I think so. He's been at Tottenham for six seasons. Yeah, I think it was six years six ago. We him. But he's just. And I would say he is probably one of the best signings that you probably made. He's so consistent. He very he That's very exactly. very rarely has a bad game. And I think when when Alderweireld is fit and when he's playing. I think as a centre, I would I would say that they're probably the best centre back pairing in the league. Over the last couple of years, when and when they've played together, they they've been absolutely brilliant. I just think he's he, yeah. he's the old Mister Reliable. I think for Spurs. And you you think for players the the other players that you've got like Sanchez, who's come in for you at centre back. For him to be learning off someone like Vertonghen is is only going yeah, to help absolutely. his game in the Sanchez long run. Sanchez is, is a great defender. He's uh, you can't really judge him too much. It's only his second season, yeah. but I think yeah, like you say, learning and playing alongside Vertonghen is only going to help him. And um, he's one he's, he he's one make... player that I just I, I hope Spurs never sell. And he doesn't really make many mistakes. I know he's he's had like an occasional mistake, but he's not. It's not like when Tottenham conceded goal, it's like always, oh, where was Vertonghen? What was Vertonghen doing? Why didn't Vertonghen go for the tackle? It's yeah. normally the other players yeah, that, absolutely. That, yeah. that are I think, to blame. I think, he's, I think he's a bit of a no-brainer to, to put in your top 11, to be honest. Yeah, so that that was the centre-back. I have just got a special mention for the centre-backs, and, and that was he wasn't he is a Chelsea player, and that was Azpilicueta. I, I, I did want to put him in... Um, just purely because of the fact that he's, I think he's probably I think Chris, I one think of Chelsea's best players. Damage the reputation of this podcast <laughs> by even insinuating that he would be. You chose Hugo Lloris in Cup. People. <laughs> so right, so you've chosen four in midfield, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, well, I've kind of, I've kind so, of gone for a a defensive midfielder. Um, so, so can we both agree that your defensive midfielder? I've got a. A midfielder who's also a defensive minor midfielder. Does it begin with a it K? It does. I think we've probably is got, yeah. so, so I, I would yeah, I, I would have him sat in sat, probably sat in front of the back four. Um, yeah. Because my, the rest of my midfield is quite attacking, but I don't I don't think we need to spend too long on him. Really, he he's just a machine. Just <laughs> what he I does here for Leicester, and then and then now at Chelsea. You, he's like a brick wall, but he's so small. I actually, he's, I actually love him. Player. I actually think I love him. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> he's just got such an infectious personality as well. Like he, he's on Twitter and everything now, and you see how humble he is. Like, did you see the thing with the World Cup the other yeah, day? Like when yeah, they were yeah. presenting the World Cup. But like, everybody loves him. He's well, just... rightly so. Rightly so. I think he's. He's he's Claude Makélélé like, but I think he's better. He's better. He's, I think he, he is, he is one Mac of the Kalele. best players in the league without without a shadow of um, a doubt. And and we have to thank Leicester for him to be being in the Premier League really because they were the ones that signed them and, and Chelsea obviously bought them off them. 
But you think how much Chelsea paid for him, like 30, 35 mil. That's, it, it, that is an actual steal. now, at least. It's unbelievable. Like, double. for him, he, he gives 110%. Every game he plays, he will give... If he loses the ball, which is very rarely, he'll have it back within five, six seconds. There's, you know, his, his passing can be a bit off sometimes, but... He's got such an engine in him. He can run from box to box. He's the best. He's the um, best in the league in in that sort of position, by a mile. The, by a mile. And his the interceptions that he's made. I've seen a stat here that he's got the most interceptions in the Premier League for the last four seasons. He he almost so, he almost softens the blow a little bit of of Chelsea selling Matic to United. I'm not bothered about. I I honestly wasn't bothered about him going to Man I think at the time there was there was a lot of there was a lot of talk about it, and they would miss him and him going to a rival, etc. But I don't. I think when you've got Kante in your team, I don't. I don't think you miss him at all. Such a good yeah. player. I I honestly hope he doesn't leave Chelsea. I don't think he will. I don't think he will. Mm. Do you want Do you want me to okay, do, do you want me to give you my other three midfielders, or do you want to go from position by position? Um... Well, just to go through one by one, just because um, I've got three attacking players as well. So, um, well, so mm. Kante is obviously he's in the team because he's an amazing player, but I've also got him in my eleven because it's quite forward thinking. So, so mm-hmm. I need I need that defensive barrier. He's your next midfielder. I I've put in the centre of midfield. Now this this was literally a toss of a coin this one, but I've gone with David Silva, and I went for I went I for will... David Silva over De Bruyne. Okay, so I will I have also gone for David Silva oh, as well. A, I didn't think you would have. <laughs> no, uh, he honestly David Silva probably one of my favourite players to watch. He he's just he plays <laughs> football like the ball is attached to his foot. He is just an absolutely beautiful footballer to watch. He's got so much skill, so much composure. He can spot passes that no one else can see. I, I was about to say that the pa- his passing range is, is just incredible. Like the, Some of the stuff that he sees that other players can't see, it's, it's just phenomenal. Like, like I've said, like, he, he is... if. He's just, it's just so good to watch. You just can't keep your eyes off him when he's playing football. Um, I'm surprised you. But yeah, him. I, 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 with, with with Kevin De Bruyne, I was, I, I love him as well. I think he, I think he's such a good footballer. But I just, I, I think watching Silver is just, is just something else. He, he is so well, good to watch. He makes that team tick. I actually. I have actually picked De Bruyne. De Bruyne is another one of my centre midfielders. Is he? Oh, yeah, he is. So I, I went. So my three midfield was Kante, De Bruyne, and David Silva. De Bruyne is he? He is the one that got away from me. The one, the one Chelsea player in the last ten years that if if they had a chance to go back re-sign one of the players he would be that player yeah I'm surprised they let him go to be honest for for such little money as well it, it's unbelievable but the way he can make things happen in midfield again his passing is just so good he's got goals in him 
he's got a bit of pace as well. You know, I I would I would have him back at Chelsea any day of the I week. Think any team would have any him, day to of the week. Honest. Uh, but some uh, some of the goals he scores as well is unbelievable. I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with that. I'm not going to disagree with him. But because of the formation I went, I I, I went for Silver over him in in the centre of mid. My okay. So I've got I've got two more midfielders. So okay, one yeah. of them is Mo Salah, and I th- I, okay, I don't yeah. think you need much explanation for that really. He his season last year was just unbelievable, but he surely he's another one that as a Chelsea fan you wish you hadn't sold. So they're all um, coming back to hold. I've really. picked I have picked Salah as well, but as a as one of my forward three. Um, he he was one player, and I will say that I will hold my hands up now, and I will say when Liverpool signed him. I said to numerous people that he would be garbage. He'd be a waste of space. He wouldn't score goals. But but do you not think he, did he prove yeah, but prove me I wrong? Think when when you actually when you actually look at his stats from last year at Roma, yeah. uh, sorry, two years ago at Roma before Liverpool bought him. Yeah. Now, I don't. I don't. I follow Italian football. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I watch a lot of it. But but his his goals and assists were unbelievable. But I, yeah. I kind of think he almost went under the radar a little bit because because he 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 didn't really do a lot when he was at Chelsea. Well, this this I is the problem of, when he was at Chelsea. What Liverpool did is Liverpool bought the Salah from Roma. They didn't buy the Salah from Chelsea, and he he was doing well at Roma. Mm. And that's why mm-hmm. I don't think anyone expected him to do what he did last year. I, I don't think he just didn't get the game time at Chelsea. That was the problem. He was he was contending against William and Hazard, and at the time, I th- you know, that it was hard to get him in the team. Yeah, but I even think even even if he doesn't have as good a season this year as he did last year. Teams, oh, teams are gonna. <laughs> teams, teams will, will put two men on him. They'll they'll sort of pay a lot of, a lot of attention to him, which will free up other people. Yeah, so I went with I went he, with, I went with Salah as my third midfielder. His, se- his season last year, it was just unbelievable. Wasn't it? it was a goal after goal after goal. Oh, it was it was it didn't it stop. Was freakily good. It was it was. I wouldn't have thought many people had him in their fantasy team, but I bet, I bet they were putting him in halfway through the season. Yeah, I bet they were. But what? Yeah, what? What? They totally proved me wrong. Totally. Um, fair play to Liverpool. Um, but I had him as one of my front three. So you've got another midfielder. Yeah. Haven't so you? I've gone. I've gone for Hazard, or Hazard, I should say. Um, yeah. Again, he's he's. He's just one of those players that he, that you would pay to watch. His 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 ability, his strength, his speed. He he's just he's scary, and I I was actually really surprised that when Ronaldo left Madrid, that they didn't break the bank to get him. I, I really I really thought he would go to Madrid, and I thought he, he, he wanted would... to stay at Chelsea, mate. Why wouldn't you? Well, exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's it's a no-brainer. 
but, but well, obviously, I thought he'd be the next Galactico to go to Madrid. I thought he was yeah. he was the one with Bale and the players they've already got there that would properly challenge Barca. Because if you if you think of Ronaldo, just just think of how many goals Madrid have lost in Ronaldo going, and I just thought he would be the perfect yeah. the perfect replacement. But he he again he is. He is by far one of the best players in the Premier League. He's the one when teams play Chelsea, he's the one they're worried about. Well, I've I did pick him as obviously I picked him. He, he, there's no doubt I was not going to pick him um, as one of my front three as well um, on the left. For me, he's probably technically one of the best players in the Premier League, if not the best. Um, the the things that he can do to to change a game is it, just in in one quick sharp movement he can be gone past two players without them even really realizing that he's gone. I'd say he's probably in the top five in the world, and I think that a lot of people would probably disagree with me. But if he was at Real Madrid or Barcelona now, and I said that he was in the top five in the world, they probably wouldn't disagree with me. But because he's at Chelsea... I, I don't know, but they, he, he, had a, he had a really good World Cup as well. I don't, I don't think it's the case yeah. where like, people all around around the world don't necessarily know who he is. Um, but I would I would say a lot of people would, would put him up there. If you, if, you, if, you take out, if you take out Messi and Ronaldo, there's probably five or six players that you would say... Are in the next crop of like world class players behind those yeah. two, and Hazard's definitely in it. But week week in week out, when when you know Chelsea are on a good run at the moment, winning these games, um, you know a lot of the the chances and, and goals are created by him, and it would it would worry me obviously him going leaving Chelsea. I think that would leave a massive gap. Because I, I don't feel that Chelsea would be able to sign anyone of that quality to cover. Um, no, well, it d- yeah, it depends who's around, though, isn't it? But I, I, like I said, I was surprised he didn't go. But see how Chelsea get on this year. You might you might manage to keep him. You never know. Hopefully. Well, I I think him staying. I think this year. I think might have just been. I'll stay this year and and look to go next season. I don't. The, the, I think it's very unlikely that he'll stay past this this season. I think we'll get to the I end of this it, season. I think, I think he'll probably go. I think it, it depends how Chelsea get on this year, whether he stays or not. But for him to stay and us not be in the Champions League, you know, he must. He's he's gonna. I think, he, I, I think he really likes the club. I think he loves the club. He's gonna. He's gonna uh, be I think by he'd... far the best player in the Europa League this season. Yeah, to mention it, didn't yeah, you? Without, without a doubt, he'll be the best. It. He'll be the best player in the Europa League. And until until Harry Kane gets there, no doubt. No, we comes um, next February. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah, I can't kind of so, set that one up. If you've done your maths correct. Rich, I have I have given you ten of my eleven players. Yeah, so I've got which I've means got, I've got two left. So I've got my front two left. So you've got your front two, and I have got my front one, uh, which would probably mean that one of the two that you have is not on my list. 
because I think we've probably picked the same player up front. But it was close. Not gonna be. Not gonna lie. It was very close. Well, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go with my other one first, then. So I'll go with yeah. the one that I don't think you've got. So again, yeah. this this was this was a toss of a coin as well. But but I've gone for Lukaku. Yeah. So it was very close between him and Aguero. Now you can't you can't argue with Aguero's scoring record, but I love Lukaku. When he's on form, he is probably the most unplayable player in the Premier League. And when he was at Everton, and he was quite heavily linked with Spurs, he was the one player out of anybody that I really wanted Spurs to sign. Yeah. I just... he, he He's a monster of a striker. And... I know that I am going to throw a stat at you that I heard the other day, but his his scoring record against the top six is is almost non-existent. The majority of the goals that he scores are against mid-table or lower-table teams. But yeah, he when he's on form, he is such a good player. And one of the other reasons as well that I put him in is my eleventh player. Surprise, surprise. And I'm sure you've got the same as Harry Kane. I think if if you so, had a front two, I'll stop, I'm going to stop you there. Is it not Harry Kane? If it's not Harry Kane, then this, <laughs> this podcast Harry Kane. is over. No, so it was close between the three of them. So I had Kane, Lukaku, and Aguero don't, down. Don't you dare say that. If you put you, Morata you, in this team, no, it's it's close between Kane, Lukaku, and Aguero. Right, okay. And I, I went for Aguero, just because the fit of the team, the fit of the team that I had chosen, I feel that he would it, he would be best. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying Kane isn't a good striker. This isn't me. You that know, surprises me. I thought not, he would have gone for Kane, but like I say, you I, can't you can't really argue with Aguero. No, really, there's you can't. You'd have to put up a really good argument to say why you why you wouldn't have him in. I know I haven't put him in, but I just f- for me, Lukaku and Kane as a front two would be scary. It be would, powerful, it would be wouldn't scarily it? good. Uh, but I, it, it's Kane over Aguero for me, and I know Aguero scores he scores a lot of goals, but Kane's record over the last two or three seasons is. Is is almost untouchable. So that's I'm not going to lie with you there. Point. I think you're having second thoughts, Chris. I'm not. I'm not having second thoughts. Really the reason I went him. for Aguero was it. He it's the amount of goals he scores, the different way he can score goals. He scores from so many diff, diff, different ways. What with his with left with foot, his head right foot, foot, header. Well, left foot and right foot, and I feel when when he's playing up front, Man City are a lot more dangerous than what they are. When he, I feel when Kane's not in the Tottenham team, I think they can cover without him, and they proved that when he was injured. No, I, no, I don't I, think Man I, I'm City gonna, have I'm, that. I'm going to disagree with you there, Chris. For for the sake of an opinion. 
if if Kane doesn't play for Spurs, they don't look the same team. If Aguero doesn't, but they if still... Aguero doesn't play for City, they've got goals from from the other nine outfield players. I think I think that that's. I think City are a completely different team to Spurs without Kane. As a Spurs fan, if Kane's not playing, you worry sometimes where the goals are going to come from. Yeah, you're right, but I, I, I don't know what it is about Aguero. Like, I remember when a couple of seasons ago when Chelsea were linked to sign him, I was so excited. Where on earth will that what... come from? Did you not hear that? No. I think I think I think, I think you up... probably tweeted it out and and sort of bought into your own story that Aguero <laughs> would go to we, Chelsea. But we we settled with Morata in the end, which I was quite happy well, about. That, that so. was the right decision. That was the right decision to make. Um, so, so you went with Kane and Lukaku. Yeah. yeah, I don't imagine all three of them up front. Yeah, that that imagine would be, that. That would that would cost a lot of money, an awful lot of money. But, um, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. So, I don't. I don't think our teams were, were that far apart. I thought they would have been. So we had. Um, I actually took notes. We had um, Salah, Vertonghen, Walker, Kante, Silva, and Hazard. So over half the team, we had the same. Yes, it wasn't too bad. Um, I did do a little special mentions for other players that I, I wanted to put in but just enough room for them so as for the Quetta was one of them Kane and Lukaku were another one and Deli Ali as well yeah Deli Ali's a good I'm shout. surprised you didn't yeah. go for Ericsson yeah Ericsson crossed my mind but I thought that the way the way I wanted my team to be if it was Ericsson or David Silva I think as much as I love Ericsson I think there was only one winner there so my eleven was De Gea, Alonso, Company, Vuitton, and Walker, Kante, De Bruyne, Silva, Hazard, Salah, and Aguero. What was yours? One was Lloris, Walker, Vuitton, and Van Dijk, Mendy, Salah, David Silva, Kante, In Hazard, Kane, and Lukaku. And you are going to put these online, aren't you? I believe. Yeah. So, so going to go yeah, So I'll get both our teams up online um, later on, so so everyone can take a look at them and reminisce about what how brilliant it would be to actually have those as a team. <laughs> Imagine that. Oh. Um, so also, um, I did ask. Um, people to get in contact with us if they wanted to submit their 11. So I did, I've got a few here that I'll read out quickly. Um, so Joe, he messaged me and gave his um, 11. So Joe is a Man United fan, so just keep that in mind. Um, his team was De Gea, Azpilicueta, Company, uh, Van Dyke, Alonso, De Bruyne, Kante, Hazard, Salah, Kane, and Aguero. Not too, not not so, too dissimilar so, then. Uh, am then I, am we I the had, only one who put Maurice in goal? Yes, uh, you are. Wow. Sean um, on Facebook, Facebook, and said he would pick De Gea, uh, Robertson, 
which interesting, yeah, it's a good shout. Uh, Van Dyke. So there's a theme with Van Dyke. A lot of people went for Van Dyke. He's gone for Stones and Trippier. Yeah, Stones was Stones was high uh, on my list as well, but yeah, didn't quite. He's make gone it. for Silver, Silver, Cante, and De Bruyne. And then his his front three, he's gone for Salah, Kane, and Firmino. Different name there as well. Yeah, Firmino is an interesting uh, one. So Sean is also a Man United fan. And then uh, we had Adam on Facebook as well. He is a Arsenal fan and Yeovil fan. He must fan. have gone for the racing goal. So he's gone for De Gea, obviously. Uh, then he went for Walker, Van Dijk, Alonso, and now this is the... He's gone for Shane Duffy hmm. at centre-back. Now, I messaged Adam back just to make sure... It wasn't, that, it wasn't a spelling mistake. <laughs> it, it wasn't a typo. Uh, and he, he told me that he feels that Duffy is one of the best defenders in the Premier League. Nothing to do with the fact that he played for Yeovil for uh, a short um, amount of time uh, he went and then in midfield he's gone for Eric, he went for Ericsson Kante and Milner and then his front three was Hazard did you, say, did you say Milner he went for Milner oh, okay. yeah Hazard Salah and Aguero so there are names on here that keep like De Gea I, I, I just can't. I just can't see past the hair and cover. Well, it's just, it's just, it's just um, as well I can, Chris. Otherwise, this would be a boring yeah. conversation. Van Dyke, Van Dyke was a name that was on all of yeah, them. I completely agree with that. Um, and Cantley, A was the one that I think every one of us had. So. Well, yeah. Does that mean Cantley's the best player in the Premier League? In his position, yes. I wouldn't say he's the best. Player. Is he? Is he? Is he the best in the world in that position? Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Let us know if you yeah. think Kante is the best in his position. Let us know. I challenge someone. I'd, I would challenge someone to give us someone who is better. Yeah, give us the name. So. So yeah, so that was the uh, special topic. I think that went that was quite a good well. Topic, Chris. Um, a lot of debate in there. Um, but we 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 will probably have more topics, special topics coming out because there is another international break in November. I think so. We'll probably do something a little bit different that week as well. We could always look. We could always um, look at our all-time best Premier yes, League. Yes, we could, then, Chris. And yeah. then you could put John Terry in it. <laughs> So then, so I then think, you, I then think you'd, you'd pick happy. John Terry. You would, you'd, you'd you would pick John the, Terry. Um, what was it, 2002-2003 Chelsea side as your best ever Premier League eleven? Damien Dunn. There you go. That was a good team. So, um, you're going to talk about predictions quickly for this yep. week? So, as we said at the beginning of the podcast, predictions is back this week. Uh, and our special guest predictor for this week is Greg. So we've posted the predictions, so they should be on Facebook and on Twitter. So the normal rules, six yep. games, 10 points for a correct uh, score, five points for a correct outcome. So we'll be giving the results for that next week after this weekend's games. OK, so, Rich, the 
tease that answer. Probably haven't had a lot of time, really. No, I've been touching something. Out, from... A name popped into my head at the, once you said the question. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for Henri. So you are saying Thierry Henri? Yeah, that was the first name that came into my head. So I'm going to I'm going to run with and... that. <sighs> Don't tell me that's right. No, it's oh. wrong. <laughs> well, I had a, I had a yeah. fleeting moment then where I thought I'd bro- broken the curse of the weekly teaser. No, the curse one has not been lifted. So the player to score in the Premier League, Champions League, Europa League, Club World Cup, FA Cup, League Cup, Community Shield was none other than Fernando Torres when he played for Chelsea. Mm. Well, that was worth all the money you spent on him. To get to get that record, he has. He is the only person to ever do that. So fifty million is an absolute yeah, bargain. He, in he, my he, eye. Yeah, he's a great striker. Great striker at so, Liverpool. Well, that is pretty much it for this week. Um, Rich, you're just going to quickly go through what we'll do next week. Yeah. So next week, with the return of the Premier League, we'll be go. We'll be doing our weekly review of all the Premier League games. Um, going through the results of the predictions, as we've mentioned. Um, next week's topic is going to be around the loan system. Uh, so we're going to be having a, a discussion around whether we think it's worthwhile, um, whether it's something that is actually benefit, benefiting players that are going out on loan, or whether it's just a complete waste of time, really. So that's our topic for next week. Um, and also next week, we're going to add in a new section where we're going to do a summary of the... Uh, lower leagues below the Premier League uh, in England, so the Championship League 1 and League 2. So we'll be looking at the, the, the top games in those divisions and just giving a bit of summary and, and our view on that as well, which is new for next week. OK, so the um, ways to get in touch uh, with us, obviously we've got um, Twitter, which is at the FTSL podcast. Um, Facebook and YouTube is View from the Sideline. We have got uh, email. You can email us any questions, any topics that you have at viewfromthesideline.hopnob.com. Um, this week, uh, we have gone onto iTunes as well. Um, and I will get um, Rich to put a link on that um, on Facebook. And I'll put a link on Twitter as well. Uh, and we've also got an Instagram page as well now. Uh, which I set up this week, um, which Check um, us out, Chris, is dragging ourselves into the 20th century. Yeah, iTunes. That well, that's it. That's that's the that's that's where it's that's the place to be. Yeah. So you can download the podcast now from iTunes yep. instead of streaming it on YouTube, um, if you wish. But uh, yeah, Instagram is view from the sideline pod. Um, if you want to follow us on there. Um, but apart from that, that is about it. So, um, we'll yeah, see. that is it for this yeah, week. Thanks, um, and I will thanks, be back next week. We'll, ask, we'll see you next week.